Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Trevor Bauer, and you remember last season, what, relatively early in the season. Yeah, he he wound up, basically his whole season got blown up. He started with the Dodgers. I remember he was great out the game. They signed him to the huge contract. He was the highest highest paid player last season, Chris, of anybody. He had the highest uh, contract. Wow. And, uh, you know, a woman he had dated. That's using that term loosely. Loosely, like hooked up with? <laughs> right. How about hooked uh, up with? Met on Instagram or social media somewhere, and they agreed to have rough sex, and she accused him of going too far, and, you know, she and, had all types of bruises. And, and you remember, she didn't go and, to the police. She was she went to the hospital with her injuries, right. and they reported it. You right. remember that. The, the, the hospital has to report those things to the police when somebody comes in in that condition. Right. Now, here's the deal, Rob. Uh, Trevor Bowden, there's been a long, obviously, you know, uh, investigation into this, and here's the ruling. Trevor Bauer will not be criminally charged by Los Angeles prosecutors, and that's according to the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. All right, there's a couple of statements, Rob, uh, that we want to read. Uh, MLB is still investigating Bauer. They said the investigation is ongoing and they won't comment right now. But once they have it, I guess, finished, they'll comment at the appropriate time. Trevor Bauer, Rob, said this. uh, He wants to be crystal clear about a few things. He says, I never punched this woman in the face. I never punched her in the vagina. And and this is going to be graphic. So we're just letting you know. I never scratched her face. I never had anal sex with her or sodomized her in any way. These were things they accused him of doing. He said, I never assaulted her in any way at any time. And while we did have consensual rough sex, the disturbing acts and conduct that she described simply did not occur. And let me close with this, Rob. The judge uh, from the uh, L.A. Superior Court, and it was a woman. She said this, the injuries as shown in the photographs are terrible. But if she, meaning the woman that Bauer was with, set limits and he exceeded them, this case would have been clear. But she set limits without considering all the consequences. And by limits, you know, they talked beforehand about what they're going to do. And what he could do and could not do and what was too far and all that. And the judge says, and the respondent did not exceed limits, meaning Bauer, that the petitioner set. So she says he didn't go too far according to what they had agreed upon doing. So now, Rob, the question is, what do you think the future holds for Trevor Bauer as far as his baseball career? I do not believe he will ever pitch for the Los Angeles Dodgers again. I think there will be a number of ball clubs, Chris, who will not want him back. 
uh, or have him wear their uniform. I do believe he'll get an opportunity with somebody, but I think it'll all be based off of ownership and what they look at. And when you can't unsee those pictures, and even if it was agreed upon, I think the problem with Trevor Bauer, and that's why he can go and say none of this ever happened, and right. it was—I mean, he has to say that he's trying to like, like get his life. So back. you don't believe him? No, I don't. Okay. okay, I don't. And I think what what the 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 issue is is once people see how you get down, Chris. Even though it's your own life and your own bedroom and your own situation, I think it changes how people look at you. And even though you're you're still you didn't do anything crimi- criminally right. wrong, still doesn't matter. You still could say to yourself, "This isn't the kind of guy I want to wear my team's uniform or be a part of my organization because the covers will pull back." What people do in their own bedrooms, right? For the most part. People are cool with it because you don't know. But as soon as you see it, uh, it was, a lot of people aren't cool with it. No, no, no. I'm There's a lot about, of people yeah, doing things I, in bedrooms that a lot of people don't. But like. I'm talking about what what, what you've seen, and, and and like you know that he was into rough sex, and here's a woman who had to go to the hospital. I'm talking about that. Not not. I'm talking about something that that I can right. see. I can see for myself, and I think that's where there will be some teams. Not all, Chris. Not all. Somebody will give him a chance, but I don't believe the Dodgers will, will take him back. I don't know what the Dodgers will do. I can't speak to them. But I do think, like you said, I think he will be able to play Major League Baseball again. And I look, as a Christian, and that's well known, you know, even in our introduction, um, I have learned to divorce my personal feelings and morals uh, from – whether it's athletes, entertainers, whoever I'm covering. Okay, so there's a lot of guys that have lifestyles that I don't agree with. And this would be one of them, (laughs) Trevor Bauer. But um, I've learned that I don't judge them by that. I may not like it personally, but I don't – if they're not a criminal – and if what they're the, – the judge just said he didn't do he, – he's not going to be criminally charged. So I think it doesn't he matter should be that. able to play. Oh, I'm not saying that. If he, he sh- can go work at a 7-Eleven, then why can't he go play baseball? Because if I own the team, there's still certain moral things that – So but, can, wait, I, hold can I hold up? Can I, can I say I don't want this type of – I, don't, I yeah, might not can. like that a dude is commits adultery. Yes, you can if that's your business. If you own a business, I Chris, could, but if wait. I want to be fair, no, then I'm, if I'm no. not going to judge this guy, then I'm not no. going to judge hold that against this guy. There, there, it happens all the time. If Ray Rice – Oh, wait a minute. O.J. Simpson what was, was – uh, um, Found not in guilty, civil, right? Right, not right. guilty in, in the criminal case, right? right? Right. Okay, but that's not how people have have held the standards. He's toward. out in society no. doing whatever he wants. No, I know, but that's not how people treat Is him. Is he out in? How no. you know he's being treated? Have you hung out with him? No, I, Chris. Come I'm, on, I'm asking you. No, I have OJ not. Simpson is out living there his are, life. There are a lot of people. No, he ain't living his really? life. Really? He's on Twitter with tons of 
followers. Ain't no, he's no, doing he videos. He ain't living his life. Now, he a lot of people don't like him. He ain't, he ain't well, going. He, and he, he also, people think nah. he murdered somebody. Okay, but no. People but, think but, he murdered somebody. But he That's was exonerated different. in the court. That's people what I'm just like Trevor Bauer. Whatever, look. He was exonerated. Listen, my point is Rob, that on. there are people You're who don't like him. You're murder. No, no. Murder's not different no. than what Trevor Bauer I'm did. I'm talking about being exonerated in court, Chris. No, I'm asking you. You brought O.J. Simpson is was found not guilty, and people don't treat him like he's not guilty. Trevor Bauer was just found not guilty, and guess what? There will be people who won't treat him the same way oh, before this incident, and that's but all I'm saying. But there will also be people that put him on their baseball team. Right, but I'm saying there will be teams that will say, Fine, I don't want to touch him. I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay, that's my and point. And you brought up murder. That's different. He was exonerated. He's not a murderer. Do you think he killed a woman? That's not the point. I'm talking about the court Can of you law. Answer the, you're not no, going to answer I'm the question? No, I'm not going to answer okay. the question. Okay, well, I'm going to tell I you. I think Trevor Bauer did that. Okay. But, that, but, I, but he, he was exonerated in court. I got to accept that. People think O.J. Simpson murdered a woman. Whatever Trevor Bauer, whatever happened between them, I don't agree with. But it's not murder. It's a difference. There's degrees of wrongdoing. And so you comparing somebody that most people or a lot of people think killed somebody to this is, is apples and oranges. He was exonerated in baseball, court. He ba- was exonerated, Chris. That's I my get point. It. No. Okay, that's Trevor Bauer was just exonerated. My only point is. I get your point. They don't treat. Do, do they, you they, keep repeating your point. Do they treat O.J. Simpson the same way before the case as, as they do now? They? Yeah, I'm just, the, some the people masses. do, some people don't. Most people don't treat him the same way. He's not at the swanky clubs. He, he's not at people. He's Rob, not hanging out with, with the you, people you used are to. You, are you telling what was me? the last movie he Kyle was in? Lee, can a brother get a word in yeah. edgewise? Are you telling me there's no difference between murder no, that's not what and, I said. and ugly, rough sex? That's it's, not what I no, said. No, well, then stop bringing up O.J. Simpson. No. Because it's totally different. It has no, nothing to do ain't. with this. It's apples and oranges. No, it ain't. It is. He was exonerated. It, it, yeah, people think still think he killed somebody. And there'll be people and who still think Trevor Bauer beat this woman senseless. That's fine. But I'm, all I'm saying is there will be other people that have him play on their team. I didn't say that he wouldn't play again, Chris. And here's I the said other I thing. don't believe the Dodgers will allow him to wear fine. their uniform. That, that's one team. That's fine. I'm just saying. Okay, so what? Fine. But there'll be other teams that pick him up. There's teams with dudes that have beaten up women that have served time for that. Chris, there are no pictures of that. Unpi- oh, there are no pictures. Hold on, let me ask just you Just like Ray Rice. Uh, Ray Rice couldn't play anymore. No, but it doesn't matter. I guarantee matter. you He's if a- Ray Rice could still play football at that point, he would have winded up on team. You saw fans in Baltimore that were wanting Ray Rice back. If Ray Rice was still in his prime and great, he would have been able to be on a football team. I wouldn't have agreed with it, but he would have been able to be on a football yeah, team. on some teams, but not all. Oh, I course. agree because every every owner has a different moral fiber and 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 uh, on whether or not they accept but something I, like that. But I'm not even going to say that an owner who had this dude on their team doesn't have any more morals. I didn't say that. I just said everybody has a different. Uh, barometer of what they will accept and what they won't. And some people won't accept the beating of a woman in that degree. That's all I'm saying. Well, he, he, he had a female judge that exonerated him. That doesn't mean that's fine. What does that doesn't mean? 
Just because she's female? What does that mean? That has a. I, I'm sure because she's Why? female. It, she, her seeing sometimes, those pictures, and she's female. Sometimes it's like if you're black, it means something different. No, because sometimes the people, the women are are tougher on other women, and black people are tougher on other black and sometimes people. Sometimes they're not. Well, sometimes they are, and sometimes they're I've not. I've seen it happen. All right, Tw- ten minutes of me putting Rob in his place. We're gonna let no, we gonna please, let you play now. Eight seven seven. I'm just getting started. Are you kidding me? Eight seven seven nine nine six. It's OJ here at Radio Row. OJ, come on up. Eight seven seven nine nine six. No, I ain't say I'm cool with him, but I see his little things on Twitter, and he looked like he on the golf course every day. Some people hanging with him. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I think it's the elephant in the room that a lot of people don't want to say publicly, particularly whites, because obviously the backlash would be crazy. But I wonder, I'm just wondering, behind closed doors... Do white executives say or think when we talk about not hiring black coaches and front office executives in representatives numbers, is there a feeling of, well, what else are we going to do? Hold on. Now, let me say this. Well, let me, can I finish the thought? Okay. I just want, I just want the league. You can't help but look at the field. And see that it's 70% African-American in a country that's made up 13% African-Americans. And now African-Americans are playing quarterback. And many of the best ones, not all for sure, because you got Joe Burrow and and others, but many of the best young ones are African-Americans. Many of the quarterbacks in college, where we obviously get our pool of quarterbacks from, are African-Americans. So is there some feeling among some whites Saying this is this is the domain we can dominate or we can have because we're not there on the field anymore for the most part. And I just wonder if there is any of that thinking that is hindering black coach. I'm certainly not defending it because it's it's wrong because blacks in becoming dominant in basketball, in football have not done so by holding other people back. They haven't done so by cheating. But the the white dominance of American society was done by holding other people back and cheating. Let's just call it what it I mean, cheating through slavery and oppression and things like that. And so that you're not they're not comparable. So I'm not justifying it. It's wrong, but I wonder, is there some of that thinking going on? Now, the reason that I I wanted to jump in when I did was because what you're saying is exactly what Jimmy the Greek said when he was fired. Did he CBS. say that? Yes. Chris. I remember okay. he said that. I re- no, but you were I thinking re- of the, 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 the big the black right, being right. bred with the other big black. That's what he said about right. breeding the athletes. Right. In slavery. Okay. So this is 19. What was that when he got fired? It was 1988? Yeah. Around there. Right? Yeah, late 80s. 19, in, in the 80s. I was in college. Yeah. Jimmy the Greek uh, was 70 years old at the time. Okay. You ready? Chris, let me read this quote. And so it's interesting that you say that. 
And this is the quote, part of it. Here it is. He said, quote, they are, they are, they've, talking about black people, they've got everything. If they take over coaching like everybody wants them to, there's not going to be anything left for white people, Chris. That was a quote. Jimmy the Greek Schneider from that's his well, exact he's quote. Saying, he's just from found, 19, he's saying what I said was right. From 1988. Right. So you're asking the question now. And Is remember, that thinking still prevalent? Yes. As as the NFL, I didn't know he said that. I know. I, now why, that you say it, right? I, it does ring a bell. Yeah, but uh, you're but right. The why, other quote got the bigger comment, right? About because the other thing was during slavery. Yeah, he said the black is a better athlete to begin with because he's been bred that way because of the high thighs that go that go up into his back. I mean, he went into <laughs> what? What was he talking? I know he had a couple of cocktails. Well, he, Chris. Look, breeding was a part of slavery. No, I get that, but I'm just saying, like, to bring that up in the situation he was in, he really put his foot in it. Right. But anyway, so Jimmy the Greek talked about it. Well, okay, uh, okay so, so Jimmy Greek, Jimmy the Greek would lend credence, and I'm not. I'm just throwing it out there. No, I know. I'm giving and you. I'm, I'm giving Jimmy you. Jimmy the Greek is right. Giving it. So what do you do? You think there is some of that thinking? I I think that there is some. Um. That the but this is the part that's weird to me. The NBA has a higher percentage of black players than the NFL, yet this isn't the same issue. Like like I'm not saying that. At all times, they've right, had a lot of they, black coaches. They've been up they've and been down because they just hired about several right. black coaches within but, the but last it was year. That, or two. Right, but it was down. And it was low, right? But still, Chris, it's gone through ebbs and flows. You're going with Bill Russell was the first black right. coach, right? In the As a 60s, player coach, player but coach, in the yep. 60s, right? Late 60s. Art yep. Shell's the first black coach in the NFL in the 90s. 80, what was that? 89. 89, like that. 90. Yep, right. That's yep. what I was thinking. Yep. Think about that. No, I, you're right. But, a, so, so the I'm NBA to has out. definitely been better than right. than football. But and it's blacker, and yet people were more accepting of black executives, GMs. Although they don't, they don't have as many no, black not executives as, many. as you would as they need. And I think if 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 how many black GMs have won a championship? Is it two now in the NBA? Because it's, 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 it's yes, yeah, Joe Dumars was the first. And and Toronto's uh, Masai Ujiri, right? Am I right? Is I that think it? I'm trying to I, run yes. Through the as a GM, I'm almost positive, Chris. Those are the only two. I know Joe was I the first one. I had not thought about it to be honest. Yeah, but I know Joe was the first up, one. That might be, yeah, because Wayne. Well, was Wayne Embry? He wasn't the GM when Milwaukee won it. I don't think so because he was the first black GM. It might have been a year or two later. Right. Um, I don't think he was when Milwaukee won it with Lou Alcindor. Because Bob Watson is the Oscar. same with the Yankees, the first black GM He's to the win first a championship black GM in baseball. To he win never a got to win a the credit to me he, that he deserved. And Chris, I'm gonna tell you that that team that won in '96, he made late season trades. All of them to paid off. Him. Yes, it wasn't like well, he did a great job. He just had guys, you know. And he, oh, he's the general manager of the Yankees. Of course they won. Nah, no, he, he made he made like two or three really good smart yep. trades at the end of that season. And didn't he? But again, he didn't get he doesn't get no. the Love that a Cashman gets. No, and he, and he got into it with George. Okay. So once you, that's how he got fired. Once you pick a fight with, with George, right. it's a wrap. Right. All right. But anyway, so the NBA, I don't understand why the NFL is it still is it, is it the last bastion? Half of the college players 
are white, half right in 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 college football. Right. Yet the NFL is seventy because some of those guys don't have the speed They're to amazing. be able to play. It's it's a lot of football is about the speed. They just can't keep up. Well, whites are playing football, and and, and I'm gonna be honest. I. I you know, we do have some great white receivers in the league now. And you've always had some. Yeah, Fred yeah. Belitnikoff. There's always been. Steve Largent. But, I mean, Cooper Cup, Hunter Renfro. Um, Who's the guy in Minnesota? I'm thinking. Um, Adam uh, Thielen. Thielen is another so one. Some of the top receivers. And I look at that like they're stepping up. They, you got to just step up but, but and, let me, and be better. And they're, they're doing it. But, so. but why hasn't that happened in basketball? Like, like my like, personal opinion, because yeah, because they're white kids. Like when they play from Europe, they coming over your ball. Yeah, but that's different because they have a different mentality. The white kids here, when they would play, and, and I, I've talked to people about this, when they would play an all black team, even though they were good, they would automatically assume that they well, couldn't beat them. That's a natural human instinct because you look at the NBA right, in college but, and you see it's the black kids dominating. So you're gonna feel that. What I say to white American like parents, if your kids into basketball, get them playing at a young age with black. Kids. Right. Like if your kid's just out in the suburbs, all white suburbs, he's never playing against black kids, he may be intimidated. So in the summers, or even bring your team, AAU games, bring them downtown whatever, or whatever. Get them playing against the black kids because even I noticed this when I played in high school stuff, the speed of the game is faster and you got to get your shot up off faster. You drive to the lane, you got to get it off quick. So you have to get used to doing that. But I'd say, Rob, in Europe, I think the emphasis is on skills. Right. Luka Doncic isn't all that athletic. Nikola Jokic isn't all that athletic. But that's skills. The skills. And I think in America, until recently, the emphasis has been on athleticism. And that's where the, the whites have struggled with that. So I, I would say emphasize skills. Look at Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, John Stockton, Chris Moe. We can go on and on. Skills. I'm curious, though, on this NFL where people Yeah, are. well, let's, look, let's you guys know how we are. We don't condemn anybody's opinion. We may disagree, but we want you to say the truth. Right. Black what you white, believe. What if you you're believe. black, do you think there is some of that thinking going on? If you're white, do you think or know maybe that there is some of that thinking going on that, hey, this is this is the last, the last thing, question. Right? You know, this is what we can d- then dominate or do in the sport. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. C.J. McCollum, the nice little guard from uh, Portland, you know, 20-point score. He goes to the New Orleans Pelicans from the Portland Trailblazers, and the Trailblazers get Josh Hart, Thomas Sodoransky, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, mm. and Didi Luzada. Gesundheit. Yes, if you haven't heard of him, join the crowd. 
Um, I'm also, trying to Larry figure out Nance who that Jr. is. and Tony Snell going to New Orleans along with C.J. McCollum. But they're selling this, the Blazers, as, oh, this is not necessarily a rebuild that we're getting rid of Damian Lillard. They're selling it, Rob G., correct, as we're clearing up cap space so that we can add better players around Damian Lillard. But, Rob G., the big free agents, you got James Harden, you got Kyrie Irving, you got Bradley Beal. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Four guards. Now, they, they may be better than CJ, but adding one of those with Damian Lillard, I don't, I don't see that change in the fortunes of the Blazers. Um, I think it is going to end up being a rebuild, whether they feel that way or not. And what that would mean, Rob, is that Damian Lillard – would be traded somewhere. Whether And I think they'll do him a solid and be like, look, whether they determine that this summer, I think it'll be this summer, uh, but I think they'll be like, look, we'll work with you to get you to a contender or get you, you know, to a place you can compete for a championship. Uh, but I do th- think at the end of the day, not this day, but, you know, he's going to right. end up being moved. And so this is what I want to throw out to you, Rob. Because obviously the biggest trade chip in the league is Ben Simmons, and there's talks ongoing or at least rumors, reports, that the Sixers and the Nets will at the very least talk about seriously. Yeah, but the Nets have come out and said – They said it, yeah, but the people still are reporting. I'm just saying, didn't they they come out and say it's not happening? Yeah, they said it. Okay. It doesn't mean it's true. But I I believe it because I I think it would be – Look, I think your best shot at winning a championship – Is give it a shot this year and see what happens. And then go that – And they're down – Speaking of the Nets, they're getting demolished by the – They have nobody playing and they're getting killed by 35, right? Well, here's one thing I want to throw because this will be – what their ninth straight loss, uh, and they'll be they'll they will fall to six and thirteen since Kyrie Irving joined the team this year. But and I'm not making excuses. This is just a fact. Kevin Durant will have missed thirteen of those nineteen games. James Harden will have missed six of those games. Uh, Nick Claxton and Lamarcus Aldridge will have missed ten of those games. Joe Harris, the shooter. Will have missed every single one of those games. So there are other factors beyond the poor chemistry, which looks like it's there. Yeah, the right. lack of morale, which looks like it's there, and the bad execution. They are banged up, and they don't have players. in tonight, DeAndre Bembry, Patty Mills, uh, they don't have anybody. Bruce Come Brown, on. Blake Griffin. Yeah, it's just it's just a mess. So, but here's what I want to throw out to you, Rob. If you're Philadelphia. Would you rather tr- – and you can trade Ben Simmons for either Damian Lillard or James Harden. Which one do you want? James Harden. Tell me why. He's just better. I'm sorry. I, he's just a better player. And that's no, no knock. And I'm not saying Damian Lillard's a bum or he can't play Chris. Who's one of the all? And, and I know they're both on the uh, top seventy-five list. One guy belongs on it. The other guy came in on the back through the <laughs> back door. Fired. I'm just saying. Come on, Chris. He's not a, a top Look, seventy-five player. Do you J- agree with me? James Harden has had the better career and been the better player. That's there all I'm no saying. No doubt That's about all. it. But 
I hate I I I I don't know that I would have said this a few weeks ago. I think I would go for Dame. Wow. Because Chris, what happened to your NBA uh, acknowledgement? And, well, and this is and, the knowledge I'm about okay. to drop it on you. Obviously, Harden's had his issues in the playoffs, in the big moments. So has Dame. Yes, but not as many as Harden. And just Dame's right because he hasn't been to because he hasn't been able to well, get his team he, there. He's had better. Right, okay. and he hasn't been as good as Harden. I'll give you that. Okay, but there's something else with Harden, and I don't know if this is what's going on now. But I don't know that it's not what's going on now. Is James Harden sulking again? Like the way he sulked out of his way out of Houston, and I got it then. I got that. Look, we sat down with the Rockets. We told them we wanted out. They said we're going to try to trade you. I said, okay, I'll play until I'm moved. And I go out there and I'm balling. And then you guys aren't really trying to move me. So he went in the tank for about five games. And you remember, he looked like he had on a fat suit. You remember that? Yes. And then they traded him. But, Rob, is that going on again? Harden had four points the other night. And I just want, if, if indeed that is what's going on, and I don't know, maybe the hamstrings bothering him. But he clearly isn't happy. I don't think he's happy with Kyrie bouncing in and out of the lineup. I think he thought he would be okay with it. And he thought, you know what? Kyrie's going to get a taste I, I, of how I, good we can be I bet you, and get vaccinated. I bet you if the Nets could do it all over again, they probably wouldn't. I, th- I, I, I didn't like it, Chris. I, I didn't like it. I thought that they set themselves up for this inconsistent, you know, well, and, I, and, and as good as he happened. is, I know, but but it's just not what a team. It had, it, look, it just, it's just not. I'm not a. I'm not above. If I'm the Nets, I'm not above sending Kyrie back just to the saying, show. It just it's like just, look, we tried. It didn't work. It's not out. working. Right. right. We can't do this. We can't go. And, and would he get vaccinated? Mate, I doubt it. No. But I agree. I I, I think maybe I, I would watch it for a little while. It's longer too much upheaval. And be like right? talk to Harden and KD and be so like, like, dude, this look, isn't what we can't do. This. Right. But but here's my point, okay. Rob. If Harden is back in the tank, even if you're bothered with what Kyrie's doing, that shouldn't affect your effort. That shouldn't affect your spirit. That shouldn't affect your drive. You are one of the best players to ever lace him up. Go out there and play with some heart. And if he's not, that's a character flaw that I think would keep him from being a one or two guy on a championship team. And so that is why if Dame Lillard is excited, would be excited, and that's an if too, but if he would be excited about playing in Philadelphia equally to James Harden, then I think I would go with Dame, even though he's not as good of a player. He's good. He's great, but he's not as good as Harden. And now they've both been down a little. Yeah, I I don't know. I I still think that Harden uh, uh, ultimately, Chris, has something to play for, like does he? Why isn't he doing? You know, no, I know, but I'm, but I do believe that if he's in Philly with Daryl Morey and and Embiid and maybe gets rejuvenated there, we saw what he was when he first showed up in Brooklyn. He was like, you loved him awesome. so much, you were no, like, he he's awesome. a Hall of, I mean, a, an MVP candidate. You remember he how was good awesome. he was playing great, and everybody's like, well, is this going to work out? He made it work, and he looked like he was uh, uh, brand new. And enjoying every minute of it. And so I still would take him 
I'm just not as big on Damon. I've well, seen him. Well, he's not I'm, as good. I, 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 I'll give I'm, you that. I'm just. Uh, he's not and I've as seen good. him. You remember in the playoffs last year, Chris, when he went crazy with the threes? Right. You remember that to send the game? What was that? Double overtime? You remember that? He made the big threes yep. to tie the games yep. up and send them into overtime and extra sessions. So I know he's a player. I'm not dissing his ability as well. I would just take the better player.